I'm Rosanna Gill, and this is the Her Path to Purpose podcast, a podcast for every woman who has ever asked, is this it? You'll hear from women who have had the audacity to ask that exact question and share what their journeys to define and pursue more for their lives look like. This podcast will open your eyes to the infinite possibilities available to you and prepare you to forge your own path to purpose. Get ready for the career day you never knew you needed. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Her Path to Purpose podcast. Before I get into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know about two of our partners. One, thank you for being here. Whether this is your first time listening to the podcast or you are a return listener, thank you for being here. I am so excited for you to hear this episode. Now, before we get into it, I want to tell you about two of our partners for the podcast. The first one, if you are a long-time listener, you have heard about this partner from day one, okay? And it is Shop 7 Degrees. I have been working with them since the very first episode of Her Path to Purpose. And I have been working with them since the very first episode of Her Path to Purpose. It is a woman-owned small business. And the owner, Shira, started this line of clothing. And she started with sweatshirts that are made for women's bodies. Can I get a hell yeah? Can I get a hallelujah? So I have one of the sweatshirts I love. It's great. It's got all these floral on it. Actually, if you look at the link to a reel I made in it, in the show notes, you will see the sweatshirt. It is very cute, very feminine. I also really love that it's longer. A lot of sweatshirts are more wide than they are long, which I'm not a fan of because it makes me look like I gained 40 pounds just by putting the sweatshirt on. And that's just not fun. And don't get me wrong. I know, look, I'm all for a comfy sweatshirt, okay? This woman loves comfy. I live in New England and it's 20 degrees out right now, okay? I love a comfy sweatshirt. But I also like a chic sweatshirt, and that's what I get when I get my Shop 7 Degrees sweatshirt. So it's longer in the torso, nipped in waist, lined, has thumb holes, a lined hoodie. I love the prints. They're fun. It's not bulky. You can still see I have a waist. I mean, listen, you got to show what you got. And I got a waist and a round thing in your face. So I'm going to show it when I wear my sweatshirt. How you like them apples? So yeah, and the really great news is as a listener of this podcast, if you use the code HERPATH at checkout, you get $10 off your order. So make sure to go to the link in the show notes and use the code HERPATH, all one word, and get $10 off your order from Shop 7 Degrees. You can support a woman-owned small business and the Her Path to Purpose podcast. Woo-woo. The other partner I would like you to know about is Cook Unity. So I have a confession. I don't like cooking. And it has taken me many, many years to admit that I don't like cooking. I'm not terrible at it. I actually can cook like five things really well, but I just don't care to do it. It's not relaxing to me. Then I have to clean up afterwards. Ew, I hate that. I hate doing dishes. So why would I want to do something that involves creating a bunch of dishes to clean? It's awful. So I decided that even though I had become quite efficient with my meal prepping and it only took me a couple hours on my Sunday, I didn't even want to give up those couple hours on my Sunday. And here's the other thing. When I would meal prep, I basically would cook one meal and have that every single day for lunch and one meal and have that every single day for dinner, which for the record, I was fine with. I can eat the same thing every day. If I like it, I will like it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I might take a day off on Friday and have something a little, you know, I'll go out to a restaurant, but I'm fine with that. I did, however, 
notice that I was more prone to snacking and different things because, you know, maybe I'd get bored. But I decided that I would try one of these meal deliveries. Now, here's the thing. A lot of meal deliveries are great and they're very popular on podcasts. If you listen to a lot of podcasts, you have probably heard about HelloFresh, probably heard about Blue Apron. They love some podcast advertising. Unfortunately, they are not going to advertise on this podcast because I don't want to cook. And the problem with both those is they send you everything, which is wonderful, but you still have to cook it. And I was like, well, that defeats the purpose of me not wanting to cook and not wanting to spend the hours out of my week doing so. So I found Cook Unity and I love, there's so many options for the meals, but I also love that they put like the calories and the protein and the fat and the carbs. I'm not on a restrictive diet. Like I'm not like taking any particular component out of my diet. Like I'm not on a low carb diet per se or not necessarily high protein, but I still like to know. And I do tend to out of habit, like I'll have a lower carb thing in the middle of the day because I find that if I have too many carbs at lunch, then I get really like lethargic. So I don't have any carbs in the middle of the day. I save that for the evening. But anyway, I love that I can have a different meal every day, which I do. And I know the calories and it's all stuff that I would never ever cook for myself because that's the other thing is if I look at an ingredient list and there's more than five ingredients and five directions, I'm out. I don't want to do it. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that on a Tuesday after I've had a long day. Are you kidding me? No. Maybe if schedules ever change, it might be a different story. But at this point in my life, I don't want to do it. So I don't have to with Cook Unity. It's pretty amazing. After the recording of this podcast, I have some Chipotle chicken with creamy polenta with my name all over it. Yesterday, I had adobo flank steak with red potatoes. Earlier this week, I had pork al pastor tacos, and they were bomb. I think tacos, y'all. Tacos. Like, I'm not going to make tacos at home. But with Cook Unity, I can have six meals a week. That's what I use. I do the six-meal delivery, and it's like 70 bucks. But good news is, as a listener of this podcast, if you use the link in the show notes, you don't have to have a code, just use the link in the show notes. That's my affiliate link. If you use that link, you will get $30 off your first order, which means you can also get six meals for 40 bucks. Do the math on that. That's less than eight bucks a meal. And I get it. For a long time, I wouldn't do this because I was like, oh, it's so expensive. Well, here's the thing. Your girl loves a sweet green salad and some chipotle, aka chipotle. Oh my gosh, aka chipotle, not chipotle. (laughs) I love that. But when you get a salad from Sweetgreen or Chipotle or even Panera, you're going to spend $12 to $14. And that's if you don't get a drink with it. So I get thinking that it's so much more expensive. But if you're eating out when you don't feel like eating what you brought to work, try Cook Unity. Okay? Going to be really great food. And it's really not any more expensive. I, I actually find that I'm saving money because the meals are such a good balance between protein, fat, and carb. I'm not hungry in between meals, so I'm not snacking all the time. And I don't have a need to go out and get something because I'm bored with what I meal prepped. It's kind of a win-win. So now here's the thing. I only have five a month at this point because this is a trial. They want to see how many people will express any interest in this. So make sure you're one of those five. Go to the link in the show notes and you will get $30 off your first week's meals. Enjoy. And if you do do it, take a picture. I want to know what you order. I want to know what you end up getting because maybe I want to try what you get, but I'm actually, anyway. So yes. All right. With that, let's get into this week's episode. Hi, welcome back. So 
Hi, everyone. So this week, we're going to do a solo episode because I have been going through, you don't know this as a listener, but I have actually been going through some certifications, a bunch of certifications. And one of them is actually to become a certified hypnotist. What? And I wanted to start including, I've already gotten my certification for coaching, for success coaching, but I wanted to include some modalities that allow me to work with my clients at the subconscious level. Because as I found, while talk therapy and talk coaching were very, very helpful to really get to the root of some of my limiting beliefs, I really found that going to the subconscious level and looking at what were some of my sabotaging behaviors that came from the subconscious level. So I started really getting into that and I really am excited to be able to incorporate hypnotism and tapping and all kinds of different things like that into my coaching. But what I wanted to talk about on this episode is a concept that I'd actually heard of before, but it's come up a lot as I've been going through my certification process. And that is secondary gains. Y'all, you're probably like, what? Secondary gains. What is that? And why are you so excited about? Because it is so common. And I have to tell you, I think it's one of the biggest reasons people sabotage their own behavior. So let's say you just started a new diet and you're like, you know what? I'm going to do all the things and eat no carbs and do this and do that. And then all of a sudden you stop and you don't know why. And you're beating yourself up and you're like, well, how am I ever going to break this habit of breaking my diets? And there's probably a secondary gain at play. And what a secondary gain is basically just what it sounds like, right? You have this habit And while you think that the habit is the issue is you don't understand that on some level you're actually gaining something from that habit. So for instance, mine with all of my yo-yo dieting and my consistent lose weight, gain it back, lose weight, gain it back. Yes, there was absolutely some limiting beliefs about worthiness at play, but (laughs) there was also a concern about being safe in my body. And if you have a belief that Being a certain size means you're not safe or that you're more apt to, unfortunately, this is going to be graphic, being raped, or you're more likely to be the center of attention and get unwanted attention if you are smaller. Then at some point, your body and your brain, your subconscious is going to say, we don't want to stay this way. This is not okay. It's not safe to be this size. Another secondary gain with weight fluctuations for me, and I've mentioned this actually before, I think on Breaking Labels was when I got to my goal weight, which lasted for like a week. But when I got to my goal weight and I put on a few extra pounds, I remember going to see some of my clients and some of the women that worked there. I could tell from the looks on their faces, even though they're like, oh my God, you look great. It was that really fake, you look great. And they would make comments about, oh, well, you're so small. You don't know what it's like or like things like that. And I also remember like somebody I really respected and loved even saying, oh, like they put themselves down. Well, you look so good. I look so ugly. And I felt so bad because I didn't understand at the time that their feelings were not my responsibility. It was not my job to make them feel better about themselves. But I felt so guilty that this person felt so uncomfortable because I had reached this goal weight. I had done this and I had lost all this weight and now it made them feel that much worse about themselves. And I didn't know how to handle that because as somebody who'd always been a people pleaser and was always really good at making other people feel good about themselves, 
Now, all of a sudden, my sheer presence, my weight, my looks were making somebody uncomfortable. And I didn't know how to handle that. So it wasn't a conscious thing like, well, I need to shovel it in when I'm not hungry so I can gain back weight and not be a threat to anyone. But there was absolutely a secondary gain because also another thing with women is sometimes the way we relate to each other is by tearing ourselves apart. Have you ever been around a group of women who are talking about how they all hate their bodies? Girl, you look great. No, I, you know what? This stomach of mine, this cellulite. No, girl, you look good. No, and nobody's taking a compliment. Nobody will just be like, thank you and shut up. No, we tear ourselves apart. So to not be able to connect with women in that way, to have that thing, like not knowing how to basically, I didn't know how to take a compliment and be okay with it. That didn't feel safe. That was scary as heck. So my secondary gain in gaining weight back is that I wouldn't feel like I had to have those conversations. I wouldn't have to deal with the discomfort of somebody else feeling self-conscious around me. One of the things that, one of the examples that my trainer actually used, because he used hypnosis to stop smoking. It's very common. Hypnosis is very commonly used to stop smoking, for weight loss, even for chronic pain. And the reason being that, again, you are getting to the subconscious and why somebody is smoking and why they need to lose, not need to lose weight, but why they want to lose weight. But again, if you don't address the secondary gain, the hypnosis won't work. So he used the example of his smoking. One of the things that he had to address and make sure there was a suggestion to his subconscious when he was hypnotized for smoking was, what would he do instead of smoking when he was in uncomfortable situations? Because the secondary gain for him as an incredibly shy, introverted person who hated conflict was smoking was a great out if you were in an uncomfortable situation. If he was in like at an event and he felt anxious and didn't know how to deal with networking, he could just be like, oh, I got to go smoke. If he was in a really heated discussion with a significant other that he didn't know how to handle and he didn't want to be in the conflict, he could say, I got to go smoke. It was a great way to have an out. And I thought about all the ways like I've used drinking as an out, right? Like I don't know how to handle this awkward social situation or the fact that I feel awkward in this social situation. So I'm going to be hyper-focused about getting a drink, right? So I can kind of quell my nerves. Need the drink. The drink is not what actually made me able to communicate, but it was a mental thing. I had a mental secondary gain from drinking, okay? Chronic pain. This example of chronic pain was when I was like, oh my gosh, I have to talk about this on the podcast. And there was this woman who was being hypnotized for chronic pain. And, you know, obviously when she went through, it was like, you know, the hypnotist asked her, are there any secondary gains? No, obviously not. I'm always in pain. You know, this is awful. I hate it. I can't wait to not feel this pain. What are you going to do instead? Oh, I'm going to be active. I'm going to do all these things. Great. Hypnotize her. Chronic pain gone. And I want you to know she had gone to so many doctors. That's why a doctor had actually referred her to a hypnotist because they were like, there's no reason. At this point, there is no reason. There's nothing we can cure you of for this chronic pain. So that's why she was referred to a hypnotist. So a week later, the hypnotist follows up with her. How's it going? Oh, great. No pain. It's amazing. I love it. Wonderful. Great. Good. A month later, the hypnotist follows up with her. The pain came back. Hypnosis, really? What? Like how? I thought it was all better. No, no, you know what? It came back. So the hypnotist decided to go a step further and talk to this woman's husband and her sister. 
who had both been living with her. Well, obviously her husband was living with her, but the sister had come to live with her months earlier because she needed help. You know, with chronic pain, she couldn't do a lot of things. She couldn't work. She couldn't get out of bed a lot of times. The pain was just too debilitating. When she didn't have that chronic pain, her husband realized, oh, wow, maybe I can go do some things. Like I can have my own interests because you don't need me around all the time. And her sister who had come to live with them was like, oh, hey, you know what? I'm so glad you're better, but now I can go home. You don't need me. And what they hadn't addressed in the hypnosis session is what she would do when her support system had their own lives. So to go back, the hypnotism didn't stick, but it was because they hadn't addressed that secondary gain. So they had to go back and address that. And how are you going to cope? What are you going to do when your husband has his own things? And here's the thing. This woman didn't consciously decide, oh, wow, everything's shifting. My sister's not going to be with me all the time. My husband has his own things. It's not like she decided consciously, oh, now I want my chronic pain back because then we can go back to the way things were. And even though I was in pain, at least I liked having my husband and my sister around all the time. It wasn't conscious. It was subconscious, but it just showed the importance of understanding the secondary gains. And sometimes you will not know what those secondary gains are until it's not addressed and until whatever it is that you're trying to fix or you're trying to cope with or you're trying to deal with is coming back. I thought about this because I was just so intrigued by this whole concept and even thinking about like, why do people stay in jobs and relationships that they're miserable in. And on the surface, you can say, okay, well, if it's a job, the secondary gain is the money. But is it? Is that the secondary gain? Or is it that they're familiar and they're accustomed to being unhappy? Or maybe they've been taught by example that jobs aren't supposed to be fun. Jobs aren't supposed to be enjoyable. You are supposed to be miserable in order to provide for your family because that's what they saw from their parents. That's what they've seen around them. Maybe even though you hate certain behaviors of people that you work with, you're not going to do anything about it and you're not going to change jobs because you're accustomed to that behavior. That behavior is familiar and that behavior might even be what you associated with love at some point if it's something that's reminiscent of what you went through as a child. So what I want you to think about this week, over the next week, I want you to look at any habit that you have that you want to break, any behavior that you want to change. And I want you to ask yourself, like, Jin, even if you had to sit down with a pen and paper, what are the secondary gains from this behavior, from this habit, from this pattern? Because I promise you, whatever it is, there is a secondary gain. And it might take a few times to really get to the root of it. That's fine. But I want you to consider it. All right, if you enjoyed this episode, please, by all means, write a written review on Apple Podcasts that actually boosts the podcast for people who listen to similar podcasts. And if you're interested in being hypnotized, holler at your girl. You can email me at rosanagillpr at gmail.com. And if you are interested in my one-to-one coaching program where we will incorporate hypnotism and time techniques and tapping and a bunch of health things, whole bunch of stuff. But basically, the goal of this one-to-one coaching program is to help people identify limiting beliefs and patterns that were embedded from childhood that are now holding them back in their current lives and identifying them and then learning what will help them rewire them. 
So it's not just looking at, oh, this is why I am the way I am. It's how do we plant better thoughts, better beliefs that will allow you to easily change your behaviors and have a different result going forward. So if you're interested in working with me on a one-to-one coaching basis, or if you would just like a single hypnosis session, then reach out and you can email me at rosannagillpr at gmail.com. And I hope you come back and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for being a listener of this podcast. Bye. 